Tessa. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about our American government and its flaws, and I hope you enjoy this. Um, so our government is relatively new compared to lots of other places. Like we were founded around 200 years ago, and um, and lots of other places like Great Britain, for instance, has been around for way longer than us. Um, this is so because of this we have like more high like new ideas and stuff and i think that's really great um and we're one of the first to adopt ideas such as popular sovereignty and checks and balances these have been a part of our government for hundreds of years and each have their own pros and cons this is what i'm going to be talking about today um so one thing one principle that i think that the government is embodying very well is if showing a very good use of popular sovereignty. It's which is the idea that citizens get to vote through their, for their leaders through elections and whoever whichever leader gets the most votes wins. Um, and I know that like this has become evident that this is like hopefully tremendously helped us as a country as um, with how we've elected new presidents as a country in order to pick a new leader who will benefit us most according to people's opinions. And something else that we use is it for is voting to impeach government officials that have been corrupt. Like with Donald Trump, who has been impeached after attempting to get people outside of the U.S. And to give us info in order to win his re-election and then attempting to cover it up. He was sent to trial and deemed guilty, which is... This is really important for us to like to make sure that our leaders stay in check and that we are able to vote for them um, to like get them out of office in case if they do anything too terrible. Um, ironically, another example of popular severity would be our constitution itself. After its completion, it was voted on to decide if it would be used or not, and the majority decided that it was it was a good thing to use. And after that. Um, you know, we are using it now today, and it's worked very well. Um, however, on the flip side, I believe that a principle that could be improved upon would be the checks and balances system. I believe that it's a very good idea, and it prevents our government from abusing its power. But if it only, it only has, but it only assumes that the three branches of government cannot be corrupted or biased. An example of the system of checks and balances failing is how slow court proceedings can go. Former President Donald Trump has used that to his advantage to contain any cases against him and was able to stall them for years. Another instance of checks and balances not working was the use of, uh, was not really a specific moment, but a threat. The president had lots of power and he used it to intimidate people. If somebody spoke against him, he would turn an entire party against them and they would might and they might lose their jobs. This led to these officials prioritizing their jobs over justice, letting the president control them however he wanted. Lastly, when Congress failed to check the President Roosevelt's executive order to put Japanese prisoners in internment camps from 1942 to 1945. These are all examples of how each branch can be corrupted and misused. I believe that with the right with the right enforcements then we could be able to like fix these flaws and hopefully present prevent them from ever happening again um please keep in mind that every single principle has good and bad parts and they're all equally important for our democracy 
Um, now, before you go, I want you guys to think about ways we can improve checks and balances system to prevent it from uh, from these things happening again or being it, being misused. Thank you all very so very much for listening. I hope you have a good time and know a little bit more about our government. Thank you.